I read a lot of comments that, that people are basically thinking we're not going to have any drivers signed up. So really excited to, to surprise a lot of people with how many drivers are going to be full time with the high limits next year. And, you know, excited to announce, you know, everything that goes along with being a full time high limit racing driver. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the high limit room. It's the off season edition slash preview 2024 edition. I'm Dylan Welch, Kyle Larson, Brad Sweet with us again, as always. A lot to talk about recording this on Friday, December 1st, about an hour after the 2024 schedule uh, was released. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we normally, of course, do a victory toast. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Kyle just got back from Nashville. Uh, so nobody probably is in the mood to drink anything right now, but, uh, we have to, (laughs) we have to (laughs) congratulate, unless Brad has something, we have to congratulate, we have to congratulate Brad on his, uh, his fifth world of outlaw championship. Kyle, of course, we haven't talked to since, uh, he wrapped up the high limit championship last year, has a couple of USAC wins in there on the West coast as well. So, um, guys, congrats, Brad, congratulations on another title. And, uh, we're excited now that we can officially talk about you going high limit racing full time next year, though. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's cool. It's been a great run, obviously five straight championships. Um, you know, it's been grueling and, and, you know, we have a great team behind us. Um, you know, it's a huge accomplishment. Um, a lot of great, great drivers and just crazy that, uh, been able to, to pull it off every year. It's been close and it's always a nail biter, but, um, you know, was able to, to really, you know, finish it out strong at, at the world finals with a walk-off win. So that felt really good. But like you said, it's uh, the next chapter starting and, you know, high limit racing's here and obviously announcing the schedule was huge for us today. So just really excited to, uh, to start the next uh, chapter here. Kyle, what did, uh, what did wrapping up the championship, the high limit championship uh, represent to you and, and ultimately kind of what did it mean for you just with your career and all you've accomplished? Yeah, it was for me. It was it was cool. You know, I, I haven't ever really gotten to compete for a, a championship or at least many of them uh, on the dirt stuff. Just with where my career's gone, um, <clears throat> you know, really since 2011. So no, it, it was nice to get to like be in that mindset of of trying to be consistent while also you know managing the aggressiveness and all that. And uh, thankfully, we put together you know 11 good races. Um, Eureka. Rico put a lot of pressure on the last four races or so. And, um, you know, I, I thought with, before those four races, I was like, man, this is, we're going to be blowing them out here by the last couple, but, uh, Rico, Rico was strong. So, um, it was fun. It was fun and, and, and a great accomplishment for our, our team. And, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it was cool. Like I said, to chase some points. So, um, yeah, look forward to the upcoming midweeks, uh, series for me and, um, would love to go back to back and be great to beat Brad in a points in a points scenario. That'd be fun. He's he's obviously the best when it comes to points racing these days. So um, it'd be it'd be cool to you know finally get our opportunity to compete against each other for some points. Yeah. yeah if you're how, go ahead, Brad. Well, I was gonna say, how many high limit races are you are you racing? Well, actually, I know you're doing all the midweek, and then how many more after that? Uh, looking at the schedule, I think I'm probably somewhere like 20 to 22 probably. So a, a fair amount of them, um, which yeah. is, which is exciting. So uh, obviously the midweek ones are, are easy to get to. And then, you know, the, the races that we'll have like at Texas and Lakeside uh, really help um, you know, as well as some other ones. So you know, I, I definitely want to get out to the, some of the West coast races I'm really pumped about the, the West coast swings. So yeah, there's going to be quite a few, I, I think that we can hit and, and um, yeah, I'm excited about that. 
there's an article on flow racing, of course, that has the uh, the full schedule, and I'm sure that uh, we can probably get that put on uh, on the screen once we edit this all and everything. But we'll just kind of run through some of the highlights for you, and, and Brad and Kyle can can certainly share their thoughts. Sixty races across 19 states, over four million dollars in prize money, and then of course, as Kyle mentioned, uh, the midweek series returns this year. That's a, a separate one hundred thousand dollar points fund, but you know, just of course, uh, within the the full sixty race schedule, there's a lot of highlights um, on this schedule. Uh, back at Eldora, one hundred thousand dollar to win race there. The Gold Cup race of champions is added to the high limit schedule at Silver Dollar Speedway, which is a race I know that's important to both of you guys. Uh, Skagit Nationals hundred thousand dollar to win in Washington. Tuscarora fifty is on there. Commonwealth Clash at Lernerville. Eagle Nationals fifty thousand dollar to win. Uh, the list goes on and on of these these kind of big races that um, are are starting off the the twenty twenty four season or are involved in the twenty twenty four season, but. What are your guys' thoughts on the schedule? Are you happy with how it how it all came together? Is there stuff you wish was on there that's not? What do you What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it was a lot of work to to put it together. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff that we wanted, uh, you know, on there. We had some races in Wisconsin we were, you know, pretty confident about, but uh, weren't able to to ultimately, uh, you know, get booked. And you know, so that was disappointing. But obviously, a lot of people believe in in what we're doing with high limit racing and. Uh, we were able to put together a really great schedule. The midweek thing looks really great. Uh, we're going to some great racetracks, obviously. Like you mentioned, the West Coast swing is bigger, you know, which is important to Kyle and I. Uh, to, to be able to elevate the Gold Cup to 100,000 to win race is, is really special for us. And uh, just excited to compete for all the big races. Uh, you know, last year I was on the headset at a lot of the races. And, uh, you know, Lakeside was great. It's 50,000 to win. Eagles, 50,000 to win. Going to Lernerville for, for big money. So, a lot of great racetracks, Port Royal, just Skagit, just kind of, uh, you know, so many great things. Uh, it seems like every time we're going to be going to the racetrack, it's going to be for something big. And then, um, you know, you have freedom to do some other stuff. Um, you know, so the, you, the, the ceiling is not set for you. You can certainly go out and, and accomplish uh, a lot next year. Uh, what do you think? Are you, what are you most excited about as far as just the overall schedule? And then maybe what races are you, excited about running the most yeah um well obviously the midweek schedule since i'll be able to do all that you know, those are some great racetracks and um you know a, a couple of them that I, that I haven't been to before so that'll be exciting um as brad mentioned all the all the big races too you know all the 50 100 win races that's that's amazing um but for sure i i think i'm most excited for the whole west coast swing um just because that's where we grew up, you know, 410 racing is, is tried to make, um, a comeback over the last, you know, five or so years. But I really think this is going to help 410 racing on the West coast a ton. I mean, there's, there, I don't see a reason why if you were, if you had a 360, why you wouldn't go, you know, purchase a 410 to try and chase all this money now. So, um, I think it's definitely gonna help the West coast, which is, which is great for the overall health of, of sprint car racing. So that's exciting. Um, and then ending our season, I think at Texas too, is really cool. Um, they've got a great facility there. You know, we'll get to have our, our banquet and celebrate the season there. They've got you know, a nice, you know, banquet hall. So um, all of that's really exciting. I don't think there's anything that I, that I don't think is, uh, is exciting about our schedule. So um, looking forward to what everybody thinks about it. Um, obviously, as Brad mentioned, there was definitely some regions we wish that we could get to, but, but politics kind of got in the way. So 
um, yeah, we'll just uh, keep working at it. You know, we're, we're new, we're young, um, and, and you know, hopefully we'll make everybody proud throughout this year and, and things will be a little bit easier next year. Brad, you, or you mentioned it that, you know, last year you were, you were just kind of the boots on the ground guy. Um, what will be, what do you anticipate being the challenge this year of being a full-time driver, but also still kind of having, uh, you know, somewhat of a responsibility in, in just kind of making sure things run smoothly or, or will those be completely separate this year? Yeah, I think so. I think it's really important to, to put a really great team together. And I think that's what we, you know, ultimately are accomplishing. Uh, you know, obviously we'll announce, you know, our officiating team and it's going to be led by Mike Hess, you know, and, um, he's done a great job, you know, being a race director over the years. And I think he's the best guy that we could possibly get. So I can't wait, you know, to, uh, to announce kind of the, the rest of the team. Cause it's, it's pretty good, uh, what, what they've been able to, to put together. So I honestly think that, you know, at the track, I'll be a race driver, just like everybody else. Um, you know, it's Monday morning. Uh, you know, obviously I want to work on, you know, the, the overall show and, and, you know, how we do things on the business side and, make sure promoters are happy and make sure the race teams are happy and, you know, just keep trying to make sure everybody's working together for the, you know, the greater goal of, of, uh, what we're trying to accomplish. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm excited that as a race driver driving the Napa auto parts, you know, Casey Kane racing number 49 car looking at, you know, all the big money, big events and, you know, some new racetracks, um, you know, and, and the freedom side of it, I'm just really excited next year to, uh, go out there and, and really try to win races. I mean, it's, it's been all about points, points, points. And, you know, yeah, ultimately we want to be the high, high limit racing champion next year. Um, but I also, you know, have some, some big goals to, to win a lot of these big races for sure. Kyle, you know, you mentioned that the, the series ends at Texas kind of in, in collaboration with NASCAR weekend and, uh, and then also the lakeside race in the spring that is tied in with NASCAR Kansas city. What's the value of that to you um, just from an exposure standpoint to to that side of the sport and, and you know, potentially trying to get some new sprint car fans, um, you know, aware of what's going on? Yeah, I, I think, you know, for so the, the April weekend will be when uh, it's the NASCAR uh, at Texas. Um, but, yeah, when you can get for for me, you know, I think when you can get that crossover between nascar and, and sprint cars and um you know, whatever else maybe at the racetrack i think that's important i think it's important when you get a cup guy like myself to go race a sprint car because you know, hopefully you'll get you know, at least a few hundred nascar fans who have maybe never been to a dirt race to come over you know, across the street to check it out and and really get a glimpse of how exciting this form of racing is and how gritty and grassroots it is so um yeah, that'll be fun. You know, I've never, I've never raced on that track at Texas. Um, you know, I believe they'll have their, their micro program again throughout the week too. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot of racers, um, on property and, and a lot of race fans too. So, uh, that's going to be a fun one. Um, I've seen that track race really well. And then obviously Lakeside is a great facility also, and it always has a, a, an awesome crowd. You know, they've got a, a great fan fan following already. So, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to have that crossover. Um, the Golden Isle dates too, you know, where I can run the late model with the sprint car, um, Atomic also later in the year. Um, that's important for me. You know, I, I feel like I'm the one guy who kind of does a lot of crossover, and, and that's you know the whole goal of mine is just to grow motorsports, and um, it, it's been fun to kind of be the guy pioneering that and, and, and leading the charge and, and 
you're getting people talking about not just one form of racing. So, um, yeah, that's fun. I enjoy it. And, uh, I look forward to getting on track and everything this, this coming year. A lot to be excited about for sure. Uh, it all kicks off on Monday, February 12th at East Bay in Florida. You can check out the full 60 race schedule on flowracing.com in addition to all the other great content on there as well. Uh, the high roller announcements are coming in uh, hot and heavy. We've got three of them lined up today to chat with. And our first guest will be up next. This is the High Limit Room on Flow Racing. Our first high roller uh, that we have on today is none other than Casey Kane, Brad's car owner and teammate. So um, Casey, we're excited that uh, that you're going to be with the High Limit Series the the full year. I want to I want to just give a give you an opportunity to fluff Brad's ego here. You obviously worked with him in a lot of different capacities for a long time as as a teammate, as a driver owner. Um, but what leadership qualities does Brad have that that you've seen kind of him put on display that are going to allow this series to to be successful and and have allowed it to be successful already? Well, I think um, I think there's a couple of things. One of the biggest things to me is how involved he has has gotten into sprint car racing over the years, and so he's touched from promoting, driving, um, you know, doing different races. Now with the series, he understands a lot of kind of the ins and outs of sprint car racing from so many different uh, aspects, and I just I think it's pretty cool how involved, how much he's got into sprint car racing over the year. And he can look at it from a lot of areas that most people can't. Yeah, no, it's uh, for me too. I would say the same thing, Brad's. It, it blows my mind kind of how he can stay like focused on everything that he's doing and, and perform at a high level in the race car, out of the race car, all that. So no, it, it's uh, pretty amazing. I don't know how he balances it all, but um, I'm wondering, Casey, you spent so long, you know, on the outlaw tour owning cars and winning championships. I think you've won six, uh, championships as an owner. Um, like how, how excited, how cool is it to, to now transition to be, you know, a part of something new? Um, you know, what are your thoughts on all that? I think as a, as an owner, um, going into the high limit racing, uh, I just, I feel with, you know, just, just starting out what high limits is bringing to it, what they're looking at from a, from an owner standpoint, from a driver's standpoint, um, the opportunity for, for the racetracks and the, the fans that are going to come out, the shows, you know, the quickness and, um, the way that the shows will flow. I just, I feel like they're looking at all those things and trying to elevate sprint car racing in a lot of different ways. And I like, I really like what I see on the owner side. I, I think it, gives me an opportunity to think about, you know, working with other owners, working with um, drivers, with, you know, flow sports, everybody to just make sprint car racing better. And I'm excited about that. On the, on the driving side, I love the schedule. I love the money that the drivers are getting to race for. Um, the schedule, the West Coast schedule is going to be great. It's going to be the biggest race that Was Washington State has ever had in sprint cars, which will be really cool to, to be part of that as we go up the West coast. And then just throughout the entire country, I just think there's a, there's a lot of opportunity um, as an owner, a driver, and then fans and promoters, all of it, that uh, it's going to be a great season and a great show. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess my, from my perspective, um, you know, not necessarily a question, but just, you know, uh, from high limit standpoint, we're just really appreciate you, you know, uh, you know, giving us the chance and, and, you know, committing full time. It's a huge, you know, it's a, it takes a lot to, to run up and down the road and make that type of commitment. So, uh, we just really want to thank you personally, uh, obviously allowing me to, to make the move with, with the 49 car and, and being so supportive with Napa Auto Parts and then you to, you know, also do it with your, with your number nine team. So I uh, just really appreciate it. And uh, obviously look forward to going up and down the road with you next year and, and hopefully uh, having a lot of great, great times and creating some good memories. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do the same. I think, um, you know, what you and what the Napa team have accomplished in sprint car racing over the last five to 10 years, even uh, it's incredible. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to racing with you all year and, and being part of that. Casey, you've been involved in in dirt track open wheel racing for for a long time. Um, what excites you the most right now, just kind of about the state of the sport and just how it's grown and and the trajectory that it's on at this point? I just think there's a there's a lot of opportunity um, to see a great sprint car race uh, coming in 2024. Uh, you know, throughout the entire country, um, you know, there's uh, the money that the teams are going to be racing for, the money that the drivers are are looking to win. I mean, all that stuff is part of it. And the fans can come and enjoy a show that can be three to four hours. They can enjoy from the time they get to the track until they leave. And I really like that. I think there's there's a lot of sprint car, you know, racing over this over the years where, you know, it just takes a lot out of you to to be there for for such a long period of time. And I feel like high limit racing is has done a great job of trying to speed up that process if you're there at the track and then if you're if you're streaming um it even makes it makes it even better there so yeah looking uh looking forward to all of that I'll ask this too as a as a owner and driver get both perspectives is it as tough right now in sprint car racing as it's ever been in your opinion from a competition standpoint I think so I feel like when you show up at the track there's so many quality teams drivers um you know to me everybody's putting out a very similar product which is uh you know the best equipment engine everything you need to go out and win and then you know at that point it relies on the setups of the cars the drivers and and the teams and how they all prepare and work together and that's where you see the the certain teams that are much better than the others but um, overall, I mean, it, you can, there's just so much speed in every car that's at every race and you can have 30, you can have 60 and, uh, the races, I mean, it's sometimes it's really hard just to make the actual 25, 24 car field. For For me, Kyle, anything else? Yeah, go ahead. I do. I, I, I think, and fans, I think would want to know this and, and I do, especially cause you know, I'm, I'm doing what you were doing and, and racing full-time in, in cup, but how much fun are you having? How much fun is it traveling up and down the road with Amy and your kids and, and going racing, dirt track racing, sprint car racing? Cause I know, I know how much you, you look forward to doing that when your days of NASCAR are over. And, you know, as I'm, who knows how deep into my NASCAR career, like I, I look at you and how much, and I, I feel like you're having a lot of fun and, and I look forward to the day that I, I finally get to, be a full-time you know sprint car racer and so yeah i'm I'm a little bit jealous at times but uh, just curious how how much fun is it actually to be doing what you're doing right now in your life 
So I've, yeah, I mean, we're having a blast and it's, you know, Amy supports it. She loves it. Uh, Tanner, when, when he comes with us, he has a blast. Um, and just to be able to have the motorhome, have all, you know, Anna's learning the the road and how to travel a bit. So um, to have that and do it with them is, has been perfect for me. I've enjoyed every bit of it. The, uh, the racing side, I think, um, you know, it's, it's tough when, when you get, it's tough to get beat every single night, you know, and then, and then come back and be excited about the next race. But one thing that I see with the high limit is, is the schedule is so, um, to me, you can race so many times in say three weeks or a month straight, and then you can take a minute and kind of regroup and go and do something else and come back and even, you know, and feel great about what you're doing again, racing. So I love the schedule. I think it works perfectly for me. Uh, gives you lots of opportunity, whether you want to race more or less. And, um, I think it'll only help, you know, the, the fun that we're having right now, traveling around the country and getting to see all these places and, and do it together, you know, with, with two kids and Amy, it's been fun. It's cool. All right. If nobody else has anything, we'll let you go, Casey. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you for, for committing and being a high roller. Again, excited to have you and, and looking forward to, to seeing you at East Bay. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Jacob Allen, our next high roller, joining us here on the High Limit Room. Uh, Jacob, we're excited as well that that you're committed to the full schedule and, uh, and all 60 races. So let's talk about just last year, you you stepped away to, for a time to just kind of get, um, you know, get your mind right and and get fully back involved and invested in the sport. So, what about this schedule and the High Limit Series appealed to you and and made it the right fit for you? Oh man, I feel like there's you know tons of things um, about it. One that sticks out to me is just you know the freedom of it. Um, Ten years with the World of Outlaw Tour. The schedule's always basically the same as far as I can remember, you know. Uh, it's a lot of Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Um, for me, I drive my motor home to every event. I don't, I don't fly home. And uh, I've been sitting in parking lots for lots of days out of the year. And it just, you know, wear, wears you out. And, um, and uh, you know, I don't know of, like, the, the exact details of it all. But, like, you know, you could be going – this way across the country and then you just turn around and go back the other way across the country and they're 500 mile trips or 400 mile trips and that stuff just burns you out i mean it, that's just hard to keep up with it and i i understand maybe if you're somebody who's winning all the time and you kind of got that mojo going you know where you're like racking in the, the money or whatever kind of keeping you going but i mean the crew guys and everybody else, I mean, you're just zigzagging across the country. You're told where you have to be, you know, every race out of the year. And, and that stuff just burns me out, you know. So um, not just me. There's a lot of people out there that get completely burnt out. We're like, what are we doing with ourselves? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's rough, you know. So just that. And, you know, I just wanted to take care of stuff at home. I, I didn't have a house. And now I have a house and I feel great. I'm ready to race. High Limits has got, you know, such a good opportunity for me with all the midweek stuff, different tracks, and just with a good group of guys. I mean, I, I love the group of guys that are a part of High Limits. And uh, 
I feel like it's more modern. I feel like the outlaws feel a little outdated and the same old song and dance. And I need something fresh, man. I got to keep up with the times. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. We're, uh, we're super excited to have you. So, um, so splitting up from Logan, uh, you know, this year, obviously it'll be something new for shark racing. Uh, you know, how do you feel about that? And, and, you know, obviously what's the approach, uh, you know, for your dad, obviously he, you know, has Logan and, and supports you, um, you know, so obviously will he spend more time with you or, or how's that look for shark racing in, uh, 2024? Yeah, I would imagine my dad's going to be, you know, riding in the toter, following the high limits with me. And, uh, you know, he wants to race world of outlaw races. Um, of course he wants to race as much as possible, which is, you know, great. Um, so he, I would imagine, you know, he's hard to kind of get all that stuff out of him a little bit, but I would imagine he's going to be with me and coming on the high limit tour with me. Um, as far as like me and Logan go, Logan wants to be a world of outlaw champion. You know, that's where his goals are. That's where his mindset is. And I totally, you know, understand that for him, for myself, you know, I want to do, you know, what Jacob Allen, uh, what makes Jacob Allen happy and what schedule makes Jacob Allen happy. And I kind of want my own identity. I don't want it to always be like, you know, Jacob and Logan have like kind of the same goals and the same ambitions. And, we just don't, you know, like I've grown up differently than he has with racing. And this is just such a great opportunity for me to be able to be Jacob Allen as an individual and, and go racing and, and kind of build Jacob Allen as his own individual brand. So I really look forward to it. I wish Logan nothing but the best. I mean, he's definitely in that small percentage of top tier race car drivers across the country. And I think he'll do great chasing you know, for that world of outlaw championship. But for me, that that's just not my, you know, that world of outlaw tour is just not my thing. I, I support racing world of outlaw races, uh, like Cusets and Eldora and Knoxville and all these great events that will probably continue to be, you know, amazing events to be a part of in racing, but just following that circuit is, is just not my thing anymore. What, uh, you've seen our schedule obviously. And, yeah, I'm curious, like, because we don't go to PA a ton. Um, what what is what are you most excited about um, out of our you know 60 race schedule to to get to? Well, you know, looking at it a little more closely, I do feel like there's a lot of good bull rings in there. So I think that that is <clears throat> something that excites me because we are a smaller team. So I think that'll save our motor package. Um, so I do think for just that in particular part with like our motors and stuff, I think that'll be a good thing. And I like bull rings. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, everything doesn't have to be so perfect with your car. I think you can, you know, race it and not, not be such a factor. Uh, the freedom is a huge one for me. Um, and just all the different tracks is a big one, but I would say, I love that I see like the Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the West Coast swing looks so good. Like you just, you know, you're going in the right direction. You're not going up to Placerville, back down to Hanford or anything like that. You're going straight up to Skagit and you're hustling and racing. And I love that. If I'm going to be out on the road and racing, I want to be racing. I don't care if I race 70 times a year but or 80 times a year, but I want 
I feel comfortable committing to 60 races. And if I race 80, I need to have the freedom to do it. Or, hey, like in my situation with uh, our team, it's like these motors get like worn out or my crew guys is just a couple of us. And like, I'm basically a crew guy with my team. Like we need some rejuvenation somewhere along the lines. Like I think high limits is giving, um, providing that to a guy like me. I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but for me, I feel like it's just the perfect situation with, um, you know, freedom, the opportunity to still run 80 races, um, big money races, and a lot of like, you know, you're, you're moving and I like that. And I know high limits has prioritized, you know, at least last year or this year, I mean, um, getting the races done a little bit sooner. I mean, sitting at Cedar Lake when you just have one support class with the world of outlaws and you get done at midnight, it's like, why, why are we getting done at midnight? This is insane. You know, you got it. We got to, you know, not have that, that, that just, kills it for me you know it takes it out of you a little bit i'll be the company man here and, and ask a question about flow so it's it's a new streaming audience for you coming over here jacob racing full-time with high limit so what does that do just as far as um you know potentially trying to get some new partners involved with with you guys in shark racing just having having some new and different eyes on it maybe yeah i think man i love fl watching flow racing i uh, there's you know with like the little dirt uh, series that they did with Kyle and uh, Sunshine and Timez. Uh, that stuff's awesome. And, and like with the Chili Bowl and, you know, with uh, with High Limits this past year and the All-Stars, just I feel like I ain't trying to dog too much here, but like I think <laughs> Flo's got it going on. They're just, uh, you know, they're they're more classic, class A and uh, – you know, just a little more modern than the old dirt vision. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be like <laughs> this. this but that's company. the testimonial that uh, is going to be all over the floor racing social channels right there. You know, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not trying to be a a dog, you know, dogging on the old dirt vision, but it's just what it is, man. I mean, if your eyes are good, you can just see it. It's painted right there. So... Yeah, I think flow gives a great opportunity to to show, you know, what our race, you know, sprint car racing is about. And um, I'm excited. You know, I was talking to one of our partners yesterday and, uh, you know, they they are looking into getting involved with flow racing. And, and I, I'm excited about that. I think I think that they'll see that show a little bit differently, you know, and having a, a driver directly involved with it. Um, I think it'll be good. And as you know. Um, a series like High Limits being involved with Flow all year long, I think, I think it's going to be good. You know, I even was, I just fan ran into me at the grocery store. He's like, I, I really like that Flow race, and I can't. I'm so glad you're going to be doing High Limits so I can, you know, watch. So that's awesome. You know, I, I look forward to being a part of Flow as well. Brad, Kyle, anything else? No, I was just, I was going to echo a little bit what he said. I think Flo does a good job of like building brands, you know, and, and building up people's brands with everything that they do on their, their platform. And, and Jacob Allen is like, in my opinion, just such a good dude. And I think everybody's seeing it right here, right now. And I think getting, they're going to, you know, hopefully do a good job of showcasing who Jacob Allen is, as well as all the other competitors on our, on our series. So um, that's exciting for fans. That's exciting for me. Who's, you know, a competitor with Jacob. Um, 
that people are going to realize like how, like, I, I hope that they will get to, you know, paint your guys's story of where you came from. Cause I remember, I remember going to Yuma, Arizona and this is like the first time I ever hung out with Jacob and shark racing was pretty new. And, and they were, you know, struggling at the time to just to make it up and down the road. And Jacob, this was like the whole next night we had raced on say a Saturday. And then this is like now Sunday night and he's still in his underwear. Like, they were sleeping like in the trail, like the race cars were outside the trailer. They were sleeping inside the trailer. And I think just like talking about that and, and showing where you guys have come from in the last 10 years is, uh, is going to be great. So, um, and as I said, flow racing does a good job of that. So I'm, I'm excited to, to showcase who Jacob Allen is. I yeah, I, I, yeah, I echo that. There's so many Jacob Allen stories that we could sit and talk for, <laughs> for hours. I, I love, uh, it's always my first thing when I get to the pitch, it's got to go hear my, my, uh, weekly Jacob Allen story. So, uh, I look forward to, to, I think I echo what Kyle said. I think Flo is going to tell, you know, tell the stories and, and, uh, you know, help people, you know, learn and, and understand exactly, uh, who Jacob Allen really is and, and all of our stars. So I'm excited for that for this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate, it, you know, and I, and like, I mean, we all laugh about it and this and that, and like, you know, it's funny for me too. And I don't necessarily try to be funny and, you know, you know, be some sort of comedian or anything like that, but they're, those are true, you know, stories. And I do love to share, <laughs> I love to share those stories. And I like, you know, hearing the story Kyle just, um, told because it's like, you kind of just forget about it. that's just how life was, man. Like I was just, just this little crusty kid out there, you know, <laughs> not even <laughs> knowing like what I was really involved in. And because of all the people I've um, surround myself with, even on the World of Outlaw Tour, you know, and all my competitors and all these races I've traveled to, you know, that's why, you know, I'm able to race the way I'm able to race or maintenance the car. I mean, it's all taught me so much about, you know, racing and the whole business side of it and it's made me you know who i am and, and why my team is you know why it is where it's at so i i want to tell our story a little bit more i mean there is definitely so many things of of why we got to where we're at and um what we had to overcome and and you know sleeping in the tra trailers and all that stuff so you know i hope i get a chance to you know shine a little more light on that or paint the picture a little bit better Love it. Well, you, that's, uh, I think that's our promise to you. We'll make sure you have the opportunity to, to, to share your story, man. Excited to, to have you on the tour this year and, and appreciate your time. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for, uh, talking with me. Uh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks Jake. We uh, look forward to this year, buddy. Yeah, appreciate me too, it. man. Our last high roller announcement of the day is none other than the all-star circuit of champions title is from this past year. That's Zev Wise. Be back in the Redeem Racing number 26 for the full high limit racing campaign in 2024. Zebby, uh, congratulations on officially announcing it. And uh, we're excited to have you. Looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, uh, schedule came out and looking at it, there's a lot of new places for me that I've been to. So um, yeah, a lot of new places for me to visit, uh, a lot of places that, you know, I seem to go okay at that I'm looking forward to going to. So, um, yeah, I've never, uh, never been actually, I don't know that I've raced a sprint car in California before. Oh, well, besides trophy cup, but no four ten races. So, 
um, yeah, looking forward to being out on the West Coast as well. Obviously, Skagit, I, I love going out there. And um, Red Dirt Raceway, always love that place. So looking forward to going there as well. That's cool. I'm, uh, I'm curious, how are you doing? How is your body? You've taken some <laughs> massive hits this year, dude. Uh, how, how are you? How were you feeling? How are you feeling now? And I bet you're ready for the off season to, to rest up and recover a little bit. Yeah, it's been nice to take some time and just hang out and not, you know, be on the road or uh, have to go to another race. So, yeah, Charlotte obviously was uh, pretty brutal. Um, wasn't the only big hit I've taken. Kyle, you uh, you know that. Uh, but, yeah, just, oh, it was terrible. Honestly, I, I felt horrible after that. Um, did not feel good at all. Came back to the track, though, um, just to kind of let everyone know I was okay. And, uh, yeah, just been hanging out. I feel okay now. I feel completely fine. I'm going to skip Chili Bowl and stuff just to kind of be ready for next year and not, not have to worry about nothing. But, um, yeah, just uh, ready to get going for next year. I've, I'm already tired of sitting at home and doing nothing. So, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, when you look at our schedule, what um, you know, what sticks out? What, uh, what, what races are you the most excited about? Um, you know, or, or, you know, what's your team goals for next year? Uh, obviously Kevin's a, a great car owner and a great supporter and he supported us. So, you know, just kind of curious, um, you know, your relationship with him and, and, uh, what you're most excited about next year. Yeah. Uh, I know Kevin's pumped about, you know, high limit. He cannot talk enough about it, loves it, loves the idea of it. So, um, and I feel the same. I, I love it too. So, yeah, uh, as far as the schedule goes, honestly, uh, getting out to the West Coast, I'm excited for. I Like I said, I haven't been out there much in a sprint car, so um, a lot of those tracks will be new to me uh, besides Skagit. I've never been to Chico, so that will be new. Um, Grays Harbor, Oregon. I don't even know that I've been to Oregon, so that will be new. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things to look forward to. Like I said earlier, a lot of places that I haven't been to that will be new and um, I'm always excited to go to new tracks. Uh, it seems like, you know, there, I've only ran the all-stars, my sprint car career. So, um, I kind of ran a lot of the same places quite a bit. So it would be cool to, you know, get to venture out to some new places and, uh, new scenery and all that. Skagit, of course, owned by Zeb's car owner, Kevin Redeen, a uh, hundred thousand dollar one race there. And then I 70, the race Redeen foundation race, um, in June, which is, uh, $26,000 to win as it has been the last couple of years. So a couple of highlights there. Um, Zeb, I don't want to, I don't want to focus too much on, you know, your crashes last year, but how does that impact a driver? Um, when you have something like that and you have to get back in the car and, and just kind of saddle back up and, and put it behind you and go after it again. Um, well, honestly, uh, all my crash or well, two of them, that I've taken like breaks after I've come back and won the first race back. So I'm not really right. sure why. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it affects me a whole lot. Um, I've probably had some crashes that have slowed me down for a couple races, maybe like calm me down a bit, but, um, yeah, I, it doesn't really affect me much. I feel like I'm just ready to get back in the car, uh, more than anything and gets me excited to be back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it just makes you, you know, put yourself, you know, maybe in better positions and not, you know, push it to the limit as much. Um, I, not that I really was pushing it, I feel like at Charlotte, but uh, just kind of got myself in a bad spot right off the start. And, you know, things happen. Uh, it wasn't really anyone's fault, I don't think. Just kind of, you know, I put myself in, in bad positions from the very start of the race. And 
feel like after a crash, you kind of think you might think about that stuff a little more and um, maybe run some things through your head quicker uh, than, than you did before. There's a lot of guys that you're going to race against next year on high limit that you've raced with in the past, but there's also some new guys like Brad, you're going to race against him a lot more. A um, few other guys that are, that are in the pipeline that maybe you don't have as many laps racing against. So the competition is just going to be different, maybe elevated in some sense. So uh, what kind of challenge do you anticipate that being? And, and are you looking forward to that challenge? Yeah, I am looking forward to it. Uh, you know, this past year racing against Tyler was a really good test for me. Obviously he was out for a little bit, but, um, there towards the end of the year, like we were still, you know, basically tied in points, like the whole end of the season. So, uh, that was a good test for me. I've never really raced for a championship before. So, um, and Tyler, I feel like is probably one of the best, honestly, at racing for a championship. It seems like he's always, uh, top five, top three. And so it was, uh, it was a good challenge for me to, you know, figure out how to points race a little bit. And, um, not that a lot changes, but you do think about it when you're running, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, that you don't need to push it to run, you know, fourth, um, or third. So I think, uh, I think that was a really good kind of eye opener for me on points racing. And, um, obviously Brad is uh, very, very good at points racing. So, um, racing with him is going to be, a a I feel like almost a good mentorship, uh, even though he's not mentoring me, but it'll be good for me to be able to watch that, you know, firsthand. I've watched it on TV a bunch, but, um, you know, watching it directly in person will be, uh, in racing against him will be a, a great challenge that I'm looking forward to. What about, um, let's talk about your motor program. You guys ran the Ford last year. Um, I believe, is it, am I correct? You guys have a, a full-time deal with Ford this year to run that all year? Yep, okay. that's correct. We're on Fords all year. What have What have you thought of that uh, that motor as you guys have kind of worked to to get it where you want it? I love it. Um, I'm very excited to run it all year. I I said uh, I I don't remember when it was last year. Maybe it was after we won at Fremont with the Ford in. I said we we don't need to change the motor uh, again all year. Um, I love it. I think you know the throttle response is really good. Uh, I think. Um, it's very easy to control in my opinion. Um, I know, you know, drivers are different. Every driver is different. I'm not Donnie shots. Uh, and you know, we, we have a different, a lot different driving style. Honestly, I'm not sure that anyone has the same driving style as Donnie. So, uh, I think, you know, I really enjoy running it. Um, everyone at Ford is awesome. They're really, really informative and really, uh, you know, take what you say very serious and, and are trying very hard to make that thing, you know, as good as it can be. And, uh, I think it's really good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to having him in the car all year. Um, I think it really helped our program on the half mile stuff, uh, just getting timed in better. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, it'll help our program, you know, a lot. Is there still, is there still much R and D work? Would you say with the engine, um, currently like when you were running it, you know, are, are you guys <clears throat> testing things or, or, are they, fairly happy with where it's at now and, and feel confident that, you know, they can, they can stick to a package um, and, and you'll go chase another championship. Yeah. I think there's still a little bit, like a little bit of questions about, you know, um, just certain things, whether it's throttle response or, um, you know, the biggest thing would be, you know, kind of when we lift, it seems like it kind of wants to carry into the corner a little bit. And so they've been working really hard to getting that figured out, doing a lot of testing. I personally had not done any testing with them as far as like 
uh, with data on the car and stuff. But Donnie has been doing a lot as far as, you know, getting that throttle response as, as good as they can. And so I think that's probably the only part that they're really testing with. I mean, uh, I think I kind of screwed them up almost because I loved it right away and didn't really have many complaints. Um, and I feel like Donnie just has that certain feel that he's looking for. And, uh, you know, he's been doing this a long time, so he's going to have that feel. And so they're, you know, trying to get it good for him. And, you know, I, I personally think it's, you know, really, really close to being, you know, a top contender as far as motor goes. Cool. Well, we're excited to have you next year. Have you, um, obviously you're a young team and, and you guys, you got your first taste at, at running for a championship. Have you guys sat down with your team and, and kind of set some goals and expectations or, uh, you know, anything, you know, for next year? I have not yet. Um, I'm sure that will be coming in the future with Kevin. Um, Kevin likes goals and I'm sure we will, we will have that conversation. Uh, I think we are kind of all waiting on the schedule to come out and see what it looked like. And, um, and obviously, you know, the competition too, but that doesn't really change our goals. We have our, our goals. I have my personal goals that I, I want to achieve. And, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think, you know, obviously there's a ton of money up for grabs. Uh, that's been pretty clear, you know, throughout the schedule and, um, points fund and all that. So yeah, I'm just, uh, looking forward to getting going. Cool. Well, Zeb, we appreciate your time. Excited that, uh, you're going to be a full-time high roller next year. and. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you at East Bay. Have a good off season, rest up, and uh, and we'll be excited to watch you in February. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, and thank you, Brad and Kyle and Flo and everyone a part of this deal for making this happen. It's uh, pretty cool to see it see it come all together. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Great to hear from those guys, and uh, it doesn't stop there. I think there's going to be quite a few more announcements coming this week and in within the next couple of weeks within uh, within PRI and everything that's involved over there in downtown Indianapolis. So uh, as we said, a lot to be excited about. Um, Brad, start with you. Final thoughts just from uh, today's announcements and, and just what we have to look forward to coming up. Yeah, I'm just super excited. I, I read a lot of, you know, comments that, that people are kind of uh, basically thinking we're not going to have any drivers signed up. So really excited to, to surprise a lot of people with uh, how many drivers are going to be full-time with the high limits next year. And, um, you know, excited to announce, uh, you know, everything that goes along with being a full-time high limit, you know, racing driver. So uh, we have a lot of perks and, uh, you know, we're going to have all our drivers at all of our races and, um, you know, they're going to have the freedom to go, uh, to go win some money other places too. So just really excited for all the uh, up- upcoming stuff that we have, uh, you know, from PRI, you know, um, next week, I think a lot of things will start to re- uh, be really clear for a lot of people. Kyle, anything for you? Anything you're looking forward to? No, just it was, it was good to hear from everybody and, and kind of you're getting to hear how excited everybody is about you know, being a part of something new and um, the schedule and all that. So um, it, as you guys have mentioned, you know, this is a, a big week where, where even more news gets dropped. So, um, you know, with PRI coming up. so. Yeah, excited to uh, to start laying out more things for the public uh, about what we have planned, and and I think as as more and more information gets out there, you know, people are going to realize that that you know we're the real deal, and and you know we're doing some great things for the sport that's going to make it you know really healthy long term. So um, yeah, just excited to get that out slowly, and um, then you know look forward to some some tough competition on the racetrack. The work in the news never stops. That is for sure. Winter is a busy time, even with no racing going on, but lots to look forward to. And 
Lots to follow along with in the coming weeks. You can follow everything on social media, High Limit Racing on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, on Flow Racing as well for all the latest breaking news on everything High Limit Racing. Guys, thank you for your time. Thanks to Casey, Jacob, and Zeb as well for uh, their time and, and excited to get them on the tour next year. So uh, we'll wrap it up for today, but stay tuned. There's plenty more from the High Limit Room coming up in the next few weeks.